Welcome to Topple Uncaged. I'm Steve Topple and you're locked on to the UK's hottest politics and music podcast. Each week, I bring you the rawest takes on the big stories making the news, always joined by a very special guest. Then, I pleasure your mind, body and soul with the freshest, most banging international music going. My guest on today's show has for me released one of the tracks of 2019. It is this gorgeous, gorgeous mix of roots reggae coupled with real soul overtones and soul kind of expressions throughout it. Fantastic video as well to boot and it has been blowing up getting some really, really positive feedback from all manner of people. Really, really strong stuff. But but this should be no surprise for this guest because he is consistent in releasing powerful, musically eclectic, interesting and thoroughly, thoroughly soulful tracks for across several years now. And not only that, he's also just dropped a couple of couple of songs with um, a certain Grammy-nominated protege along the way. I'm really, really excited to be able to speak to him. It's taken us a few weeks, actually, to get to this point, to be able to link up and finally be able to chat, but it's great to have him on to explore this artist more. I'm very pleased to introduce, for the first time to the podcast, the incredible Mortimer. Mortimer, thank you so much for coming on. We got here in the end. We've eventually got round to getting this interview done, so I'm really, really pleased to be able to welcome you on to the show. Uh, give thanks. I appreciate it, man. Enough love for having me as well. Don't know. Bless up. Yeah, man. <laughs> Thank you so much. So let's talk about this track that I think is one of the tracks of the year because it is. It is incredible lightning. Um, you dropped the video to it a few weeks ago now, actually. And it's, it's an absolutely stunningly beautiful piece of work, is there any way I can describe it. And, it. and it kind of, it covers all bases as well. It's beautiful musically, it's beautiful lyrically, and it's beautiful visually. It is a complete package of a track. Um, it, just beautiful, beautiful. And your vocal performance on it is absolutely amazing as well. It's, it, it's just perfect, 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 Mortimer, in my mind. Um, what, the song itself, it's, it's a real kind of classic love song and proclamation um, of, of sort of deep-rooted love for, for another person and very, very spiritual as well. I mean, what, was, what or who, if I can ask, was the motivation behind the track to start with? <laughs> Go on, tell well, us. <laughs> I give thanks, you know, um, first of all. And um, it's just the love that I have for my wife, you know what I mean? Um, she's, she's also the mother of my children too, as well. You know, we've been together for a couple of years now, and you know, it's it's been a learning experience. It's been it's been very good too, you know, on a whole. And she's somebody that I really check for, you know, that kind of way. You know, we are friends even more than love. We have a respect for each other, you know what I mean? Um, you know, cause love, love is, you know, you can always say we love, but then. If the respect is not there, then you know what I mean. 
so and the friendship is not there we we've taken our time to build you know and we're growing as we go and we're growing with each other too as well you know that's yeah that's that's the inspiration being lightning you know i felt like how the way i met her was so instant and was so was so it was so off guard it wasn't planned it wasn't anything like that you know i just saw her and i felt like yo you know actually one of my other bridging them you know um wanted to pursue her at first and i was like yo <laughs> yeah i was like brother if 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 you're not if you don't plan to stay with this woman leave her alone you know what i mean and then i just soup in after that <laughs> <laughs> yeah and and we are here five years later you know what i mean you know is that yeah man so she's the she's the main inspiration you know um for lightning you know yeah man that's such a great story i i i love that one of your one of your friends was trying it as well does does she what does she think of the fact that you've written this song about her is she is she happy about it does she does she like the song uh, yeah she loves the song <laughs> Phew. yeah man she loves the song Excellent. And, well, so she should. Like I said, it's most beautiful in some respects because of the, the musical composition that, that you have created here. I mean, it's, it's, it's extremely interesting musically because you've kind of got, it's, it's almost like there's distinct elements of kind of roots in there. You can hear a kind of slight bubble pattern going on in the background, but it's not the sort of main prominent feature of the whole track. You've then got the horn section, which again is kind of very reggae, but then you go into this soul area, not least with your, your stunning vocals across this track, but also the use of the Hammond organ as well. It's kind of a real, it's a hybrid of styles almost which which i think is very 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 cleverly done and it kind of it, it sums up your music more broadly because i'm listening to all your work and then on top of that what you've done with protege obviously you can't kind of box you into one genre almost you there's obvious there's inflections of soul in everything you do but there's still this kind of roots grounding and then other genres kind of come into it as well there's elements of dub in tracks like kind of careful um and you've got warning as well which you can't pigeonhole you Mortimer is what I'm trying to say I mean where does this kind of eclecticism and, and this, this these tastes and different elements of music where does this come from in you instead of just doing straight roots reggae I suppose is what I'm getting at really <laughs> um, well you know um, I grew up listening to a lot of music you know a lot of different kinds of music. I listen to gospel and soul and, you know, R&B things. I listen to dancehall. I listen to reggae music, you know, funk, everything, you know. So um, I think I think it's just over time, you know, all the stuff that are just in me, you know, over time, naturally, like, I, I progress that direction. And I try not to box myself into it. Something I have to consciously remind myself of. Like, don't don't know all these things and try to just zoom in on one. Instead, use all of these things to try to make one thing. You understand? So, like, I, I, I try to... I try to express everything that I know. You understand? Or, you know, you, you don't know. Like, you never fully know anything. You know, you grow as you go. But, um... So far, I try to express everything that 
I've adapted over time. You know, everything that I've listened to, every conversation that I've had, I try to tap in more to my feelings as well. You know, um, so I see beyond just like a physical thing more time. I try to see, you know, what's behind it, what's in it, what's around it, what's, you know, what I mean, I try to see that in things. That's why I don't look with my eyes. I look with my heart and my soul. You know what I mean? So, you know, re, re, re the kind of style and thing, you know, it's not necessarily deliberate. I think, I think over time of just being, you know, you know listening to a lot of music over time, it just comes out, you know, <laughs> it just comes out. And then it's not just even listening to it. I love these music that I listen to, the kind of music that I listen to. I love the kind of music that I listen to, you know what I mean? So loving it and singing them all the time you know just become a part of me over time and i guess that's what's filtering out right now you know without me even knowing you know it's just people saying these things and i'm like well cool well i guess it's all coming out of me you know what i mean yeah man <laughs> i love that and that that for me is the best way to produce music because it, I, I, I think if you sort of really sat down and went like right I want to produce a Roots Soul mix up <laughs> track it probably wouldn't work as well it's because it is yeah, natural yeah. Do, do you know what I mean though because you're yeah, doing it yeah. I think that that's the best way to do it because it is just natural it then feels completely authentic and con- and completely as it should um, with you as an artist the fact that it just does just come out like that and the soul influences are really 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 stand out for me i mean i i just your voice as well it's absolutely gorgeous and your, your voice is that of a soul singer um for me anyway where when did you first sort of realize that you you had this talent and how did that then progress into you becoming a coming a recording artist what's what's your kind of musical journey if you like come and say bring the kids on come, come and say hello yeah. Say hi with your, your mouth full of cornflakes. Hey, what's up? Hi. Hi. Hello. Come here, Nori. Yeah, I want to go Say hi. Alright, you do Alright, just soon come and change you. Hey. Say hi. Hi. Hello. This is Nori, this is Shire. These are my two boys. Nori and Shire, hello. And and one one is in belly. My wife I'm gone down the road now. Yes, is it? How far gone is she? She's almost ready to pop October. Ah, okay. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Are you looking forward to having a little brother or sister? Are you looking forward to having a little sister? Sister. Say, say yes. <laughs> yeah, he is, yeah. I can see. Finally, get the princess, you know? <laughs> Do you know how good your daddy is? How can you like him, How can you like him? Oh, wait, oh, wait, oh, wait. Right, your yeah, daddy's a really your daddy's a really amazing singer. Do you like listening to him sing? Yeah, and they listen to they sing the songs all the time yeah, too. Excellent, sing nice. Light, sing lightning for him. Sing lightning. Wait, gotta change for me. What? Yeah, singing. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Oh, it's you pressing the car key. No, Papa. No, man. All right. 
All right, you guys go that way, and I'm going to finish my interview now, okay? Close the door. Nice soon to come. meet you. Hey, yeah, soon come. Don't open the door again, though, okay? Close the door, Papa. Soon come. I'll be there in a sec. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> and this is what we do on this podcast. It's just completely... We just go with the flow, Mortimer, literally. <laughs> I'm sorry about that, man. <laughs> Don't apologise. That's staying in the final cut. I love it. It's great. Uh, what was I saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, brilliant voice. Love it. Really sort of soulful, soul-influenced voice that you have. Um, it's kind of husky. Um, right, and your range is brilliant as well. You kind of flip from, you can do sort of baritone into tenor territory, and then you go up into a gorgeous falsetto as well. Where, where did this... Firstly, when did you realise you had this talent? And then how did you progress from knowing you could sing to becoming a recording artist now in your own right? What's, what's your music? journey Mortimer well you know um, like most people you know I grew up in church um, I used to sing a lot in church too I was on the children's choir um, I used to sing with my mom in worship we used to have a lot of worship at home and, um, you know my mother my mom sings too um, and we would harmonize with her you know what I mean and you know, harmonize, you no know, one thing will come together. My father was never a singer, though. <laughs> <laughs> he can write, but yo, John, if he was supposed to sing to save him life, he would have dead. <laughs> 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 you know, but um, my mom, you know, was a, was a big part of, of, of me coming into singing, you know. You know, I grew up hearing her sing around the house. Every time she would clean the house, you know, she was just singing, singing, singing all the time. And I used to sing quietly to myself until, you know, started singing together, as I said, when worship and church, school, I was on the choir, you know, coming up. Um, I remember when I, when I was a little older now and I started um, going over to my bridging yard, um, he had a little studio set up at his house. You know, and so after Saturday after church, you know, when he he would invite me over for lunch and we eat and then we head up to the studio, you know, in his room. And that time I was singing like more gospel stuff though, you know what I mean? Um, I used to record some gospel thing at that time. I used to write my own music at that time too. And, you know, we just record the thing them and play around, you know. I mean, not never came of them more than just, you know, just vibes, you know, but, um, you know, those were important parts of my life that helped to shape who I am now, you know, um, my father is very passionate about life overall and the stuff that he does, he writes to my mother is also a very passionate individual, um, I think I get that like a passion from them. Or maybe it's just for, for me, you know, I don't know if God just made me that way. <laughs> you know, but, um, yeah, you know, coming up, uh, you know, I got older, then I remember my first official recording in a studio would have been at Cell Block. My sister used to go to school with a brother named Sil Garden's son. I don't know if you know Sil Garden, he used to work with Budge back in the day. Okay. Yeah, and um, he and my sister were friends, and my sister sings as well, you know, so um, he invited her to his father's studio, which would have been Silla Garden, and at the time, 
we should say some people wanted to meet with our J Crazy records at the time. And so I was like, yo, you know, like tell them about me no stars, man. <laughs> like tell them so we can sing to and thing and you know, if them want, you know, and you know, we, we we did that. Before that though, like we were doing backgrounds for some people and you know, going to you know my bridging them studio studio here and there. I had a bridging name, Dan Green too, that I used to play the piano with sometimes. You know, um we used to ping pong together and sit side by side on yeah. the bench and play around stuff and thing. Um, when I went there, we we had a little meeting and it started from there. You know, um, I had I did a song with Denny. From there to um, and another some couple couple other stuff. I did my first EP with Barefoot Billionaires, Message Music. Yes, sir. It, yeah, it was after it was after that I really started to say, yo, you know, like. I want this. This is what I want. Cause every time I sing, there's this unexplainable joy that fills my soul and heart, even through my painful times. You know, what I mean, it just, you know, that me. So music is not just music to me. As I tell everybody, it's therapy. You know, like music has been there. For me through my ups and my downs. Even now, if me and my wife ever even end up in a little downtime, that's the first thing I head to. I just go in my studio and just music. You know what I mean? I, I start creating or I write. She I write my best songs and I'm upset. <laughs> <laughs> Have you told your wife that? <laughs> Pardon? No, she, she, she says that to me. She said, like, yeah. Anytime we are upset or anything and I go on my right, she always say, yo, yeah, like, you need to be sad more often, you know, because like, when you're at your lowest points, you write the best song, you know. <laughs> it was actually one of my lowest points, I wrote Lightning as well. Okay. Yeah, you know, and I was just kind of being, I said to myself, you know, I needed to be grateful, you know, for the things that are around me, like this love here, for example, that me and my wife share, you know. In spite of all the things that we might go through, you know, it's ups and downs. It's like weather, you know, it's never always breezy, it's never always hot, it's never always cold. And if the earth allows itself to feel these emotions, as I call them, you know, these different elements of weather and things, the earth allows itself to feel that without breaking apart. You understand? And when I say breaking apart, I mean like just falling apart completely, just like how we as human beings sometimes. When we go through a certain thing, we kind of we tend to make it overcome. You know what I mean? And we, we, we sink into that self-pity and that um, we, we sink into depression. Some of us get sick. And we forget sometimes that there are so many things around us to give thanks for at the end of the day. You know what I mean? So like, it was a moment like that for lightning for me. But you know, that's my musical journey has has just really been just me exploring myself, getting to know myself some more, listening to more music, being around more people, having more conversations, reading more, watching more, listening more. Cause it take a different kind of thing to listen. You know what I mean? Anybody can hear. We have two ears, everybody have that, you know, except for people who are deaf, you know what I mean? But 
we have we have we have a soul it take more to listen you take your heart and your soul to listen and not just hear things because we can physically hear it it not take nothing physical to listen take deeper than the physical to listen you understand so i've been listening i've been listening to myself i've been listening to the noise around me i've been listening to the quiet around me i've been listening to everything you know that's what my musical journey has been like over time you know what i mean um my parents never too like it too much when I, I kind of stray according to them, you know, started doing the more secular things because I grew up in a strict Seventh Adventist home. Mm. It was mostly gospel, you know. Um, as soon as I started to divert a little bit, I got a little fight, you don't know, but um, it only made me stronger. <laughs> you no, know, and my, uh, yeah, my father wanted me to do art because I also do art, like painting and drawing and things. So I was doing my degree at Edna in that too, um, in fine arts with a major in painting. I didn't finish, you know, I went over to music school. I didn't even finish music school. I just wanted to make music, you know. Plus, you don't know, like the affordability thing. There are times when, you know, school fee couldn't pay and then the vibes and thing. And, the whole situation became a little embarrassing after a little while, so I just decided to leave, you know. And then I got a scholarship to go to IUC, to the media. And while I was there, you know, I just wanted to make music. I just wanted to make music. I didn't want to sit in a classroom. I didn't want to be in a nine-to-five. I didn't want to do any of these things. And I was like, yo, at any cost, this is what I want to do. So even if my father threw me up on my head, which eventually happened, it's just so it's a forgot go. Anything for this music, yeah. You know what I mean? Because it's something that I feel deep within. If you want to go and grab yourself a tea, coffee, or any other form of refreshment, do so now, because me and Mortimer will be back in just a few seconds. Is it, can I, I, sorry, can I just ask you, I'm really interested that you did art. Um, b- kind of before you did music, did was it that you felt that music um, was a better medium for you to express yourself in, or were you just more drawn to music as opposed to art and painting? What's because because I mean, art's really an expressive um, yeah. form of yeah. communication and, and form of again back to kind of what you're saying about therapy, actually, as well mm-hmm. um, for many people. But was it so something obviously drew you towards music then as opposed to art? Well, to be like the straight, Jane, honest thing is that you um, about while I've always loved music and thing, my father is an artist, like a, a painter, seeing and he teaches art now too. Um, I wanted my own path, so it started out as me rebelling, you know, and just wanting my own thing because he wanted to force me into doing that what he does, you know what I mean, and. I can do it, but I don't enjoy it that much. Like, I don't love it. I don't have a passion for it, really. You know what I mean? Eventually, it, it my, my like for it grew, you know, and I, even now I still feel like I'll get back into it. But, like, now I'm in my own path. I wanted to show him that, you know, I can do my own thing. And the second thing, you know, as I grew, it started becoming about things like... It's the best way I can um, express myself too. You know what I mean? That that was as I grew. You know, it was the best form for me to express myself. You know, 
um, through singing and through writing, you know what I mean? So, yeah, you know, but at first, though, it just started out as a sheer rebellion. <laughs> that, just, that's you know, good enough I for me, I like that. For me, I want the road, yeah, you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> no, I, compl- I completely, completely get that. I, I trained as a classical musician, um, is what yeah, I actually... Yeah, yeah, is what I did. Completely rebelled about uh, against that because I really wanted to do hip hop and soul. So I was like, yeah, well, I, I'm not really interested in the classical thing. And my teachers and my parents wanted me to be a classical musician. So I was like, no, I'm not interested in that. Hip hop, soul, and R and B for me. So and then I ended up being a journalist. So if that's not rebelling, I don't know what is. Uh, yeah, <laughs> you know. I mean, this you've. Yeah, it's a fascinating story hearing you talk about how you got to this point and also your your thoughts on sort of music and art very really really interesting you've also i have to ask you about protege as well because you've worked with him on uh, several tracks um obviously there was protection and then more recently truth and rights i mean has he been another sort of one of these people who you've actually heard as opposed to just been listening to, because I, I, sorry, I have to say as well, I thought that was a gr- really, really strong point you made there, because as you rightly point out, we all listen, but quite often all we're actually hearing is noise. We're not actually hearing what people are really saying, or, or we're not hearing what is, what is really going on in the world. It's just kind of noise. And I mean, Protégé is especially powerful in the way that his music conveys messages, and it makes you actually listen um, which is really, really important. I mean, was was as I said, was he another one who you really sort of listened to and who, who's inspired you somewhat? Yeah, a lot actually, you know. And um, I've been listening to Protege from long time, you know, from from very first set of music. You know what I mean? And um, I used to, me and my sister used to sing them in the mirror. <laughs> It's funny, like I used to sing, use my roll-on bottle, and <laughs> she and I were in the mirror, and I was like, yo, like imagine one day, just one day, like me and Protégé end up doing song together. Them times I don't know Protégé, I don't know Winter, I don't, I don't, like I was so far from that world, it's not even funny, you know what I mean? I was just a listener at that time, you know what I mean? And I used to dance to Hail Rastafari a lot too. You know what I mean? I used to dance to that a lot. That used, used to get me inside, you know. And then boom, you know, you see it, you know, as time and, and Jah would have it. Natural progression. We ended up having two songs together, not just the one that I that I imagined back then. <laughs> <laughs> Indeed, yeah, no, two songs together, and he—I saw him bigging up lightning on his Insta account the other day. So, I mean, he's—he's absolutely—he's a fantastic guy. Friend of the show, who was on a few months ago. Again, it's absolutely fascinating being able to spend time chatting to him. He is amazing. I mean, you also obviously—he's—he's been a big influence on your life. Is there any other artists which stand out, which throughout sort of your your years you've? have influenced you and shaped you as a musician or are you literally just Mortimer who sort of draws from all different areas for inspiration any any particular inspirations well um to be honest I I there were certain people that I love more than some you know some people that made me feel something different from some you know every music is different and Everybody have something else to say, you know, everybody's expressing themselves in their own way. 
you know but still like as a listener to different things connected to me different sounds connected to me as a person um i love bobby womack a lot mm. you know um danny hathaway i like people like john legend too if we're coming up recent um Jamie Foxx as well. I like Jamie Foxx's voice. He's really underrated, Jamie Foxx, you know, actually. I think everyone knows him as an actor. Got a great voice. Definitely great voice, for sure. You know what I mean? Um, Bob Marley as well. Um, Junior Gang. Of course. Yeah, um, you know, these are like the more recent people now too. I love Burning Spear as well. Twinkle Brothers, I don't know if you know Twinkle Brothers. I don't know. Yeah, and um, Fate Can Move Mountains and Since I Throw the Coma Away and Babylon and Team. You know, know them tune there? Hmm? I know them tune. I, don't, I, I have to say, I was, I'm sorry, I was just thinking about the fact you, you said Bobby Womack, and I was like, wow, that takes me back. Um, if you think you're lonely <laughs> now. Uh, <laughs> yeah, man. Absolutely yeah. classic song. Yeah. I just, I just recently started listening to James Brown. You know what I mean? Recently, like probably for the last two years or three years, I've been listening to James Brown a bit. You know, and some other people, some other soul people. You know what I mean? Um, I like alternative music too as well. We call that pop alternative music. You know, like people like Aurora. I yeah, don't know yeah, if yeah. you know, she's from your from England yeah. too. I think. Um, I like that kind of music. I love the chord progressions and just the feel of the whole music too. You know, so like I watch, I watch a lot of. Um, mahogany sessions, you know, um, to see what's out there new, you know, I, I watch a lot of that and I'm inspired by a lot of these people that are coming up, you know, just the way they write. A lot of times when I hear the songs, I have to go and revisit mine. I'm like, yo, shit, I need to go deeper, yo, because <laughs> this is some, <laughs> yeah, you know, I need these people. I, I used to say, yo, shit, like, what the hell is that? Like, Nah, man, they must smoke some kind of weed with me in a half. <laughs> or something, yo, like, no, star. Yeah, so, like, they inspire me to be more and to, to dig deeper, you know? And my wife, too, like, she always, like, I, I write, she's my biggest critic, you know? Well, I am my biggest critic. I was about to say, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, <laughs> I am, but she's next, you know, like sometimes I sing something and I'm like, yo, babe, waiting for this. And she's like, yeah, uh, it's all right. <laughs> I, I think you can go deeper than that. And I just rub out and I go again. And I come back and she's like, yo, this is getting better, you know, and I go back again and I go back again sometimes. Sometimes it comes one shot. Sometimes I have to rework, you know, as I go along, you know what I mean? Maybe I experience something later that day that I feel like, you know, influence, would it could be good influence to what I'm writing about, you know? So, yeah, man, it's just all of these people, all of these sounds, you know, sometimes I feel like I'm in a, 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 
<laughs> I whirly twirl in my head, you know, of just this crazy amount of music, crazy amount of people that I rate musically. Yeah, and then like along my journey, I've been fortunate enough to meet people who are as passionate about music as I am. And that's a blessing, you know what I mean? Because like when it's you one, it can be rough, you know what I mean? When it's just one have that kind of mindset. There are so many ideas and so many things I want to get out, you know, in so many kinds of ways and so many, I feel like my brain overheating. <laughs> but it all comes out in the end and it comes out absolutely perfectly. So whatever you're doing, Mortimer, to filter what's going on in your head and get it out into music, it's obviously working. Uh I'm smoking, I'm smoking a lot. There we and go. Steaming a lot. <laughs> perfect, perfect response. Exactly yeah. so. <laughs> and praying to it. You know, <laughs> that always, always helps as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I hear you. Speak, actually, you know what, speaking of that, you're quite a, a, a conscious artist and there's always, there's always sort of deeper, deeper meanings to much of your music, um, especially tracks like Lightning, obviously, and also Careful and Warning, where deep, deep stuff going on in both those tracks. I mean, are, does your beliefs and, and your sort of faith in your spirituality, is that, is, is that a major guiding force in your music or is it kind of a, a part of the whole of what you do how, how much does all of that your faith and your beliefs influence you musically well to be, to begin with you know um, I think I've always I've always had you know what people call like a more conscious mindset all that Rastafari stands for has helped me to make to maintain my, to maintain the path that I'm on. Understand? Because like you can always be on a path, but then there are things in life that can kind of make you drift away and divert, and you know, get your attention here and there, and you know what I mean. But I've I've managed to stay focused through Rastafari and the messages, the messages of love and hope and unity and togetherness. You know, those things stick with me a lot. So it's what they represent, you know. Um, so I'm all about that, and I think it influences my music a lot too, even in a romantic way too, you know what I mean? Like, um, because when you get to understand love and being together with somebody as more than just, you know, hugs and kisses and start seeing it a little deeper than that, you know, these are these are these are things that I've learned over time by reading and by living a certain way. You know what I mean? Um, so yeah, I feel like I feel like while it 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 isn't all because all my experiences count, and there are a whole mirror of things that influence my music. I feel like my faith in Rastafari has a lot to do with keeping me on the straight and narrow. You know, because I believe that God is present and God is in my heart and soul. It's not necessarily an external thing. You know, I believe that God is in each and everybody. And so it's just for you to get to know yourself. And by knowing yourself, you know God. You understand? So um, I try to keep my music clean, as clean as possible. 
you know um, yeah I try to keep it uplifting you know that's what I, that's what I try to do I try to do my best at that you know what I mean because there, there are so much things going on around about us nowadays so many things that actually break my heart too. many times when I cry literal tears and aren't even afraid to say that like I cry literal tears when I see what's going on around about us in the world in our immediate circles in our families in our in our, in our, in our everyday life you know kind of break my heart you know and true Rasta I am strong you know so it has influenced my music a lot for sure yeah. No, absolutely. I, and I, I, something I just picked up on what you were saying there, which I think is an extremely important point. You spoke about love in terms of it being more than just love, and especially in within regards to music because so many people write love songs which are kind of just standard love songs but there's a difference between writing a love song and writing something about a sort of spiritual love if you like and I don't know King Mass I don't know if you've heard his crown album from earlier in the year King Mass brilliant artist um, out of the US I'll check him out yeah absolutely fantastic and he, he talks a lot about love in terms of a, on a spiritual level in terms of that each, each household where there is this relationship should be its own sort of royalty if you like and it's what the whole premise of the album is about it's very sort of deep rooted in african spirituality but it's all about how every household and every relationship and family should be should be royalty in their own rights and there should be a, a king and a queen and it's very all about sort of the spiritual side of love and there's something which is quite often missed in the music industry is that it's all fairly sort of um corporate love songs you know as opposed to actual what what love really means and what it what it's about and again it's what comes through so strongly in lightning um that it's about the the spirituality of love um as opposed to just what what say sort of the corporations would like us to view love as if you if that makes any sense at all what i've just said of course Yeah, and I really give thanks that everybody can connect with it in such a way, you know, because that song means a lot to me, you know, personally. You know, it's a song that means a lot to me personally. You know, when when that song, even when that song was recorded to, like, it wasn't even, it wasn't the day for that, it wasn't planned. We're doing another session, completely different thing, and then, you know, in the middle of the thing, I was just like, yo, listen to this before we move on. Can I make an hear something quick? And I say, oh, yeah, man, go on. And I just started singing it. And then they like it. And then, you know, winter started building the progression at the same time. And the drummer was there. All the musicians were there and they were just dealing with it at the same time. You know what I mean? It just happened as naturally as the love between me and my wife happened. I don't feel like anything between them uh, has been forced over the years. Everything just feels natural. You know, natural. I feel like I'm in a place where I'm supposed to be. You know what I mean? I'm supposed to be with this person at this time in my life. That's how I feel. You know what I mean? And there are so many things I've learned just by being in this relationship that, you know, 
I have several songs as I'm gonna talk about my relationship and about this love that I that I feel inside. You know, as I said, it's more than hugs and kisses. <laughs> no, that's <laughs> exactly yeah. That's the best way to sum it up. Actually, I have to say, more than hugs and kisses. Yeah, I love that. Brilliant, brilliant, brilliant. Um, just to kind of wrap up, Mortimer. I mean, you say you've got more songs. What's what's in store for the rest of 2019 for you? And are we going to have another kind of longer, longer record EP album? Anything you want to tell me that's coming up on the horizon that I should be really, 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 really looking forward to? Yeah, well, we're planning to drop our EP this year. So hey, yeah, you know, I'm going like six songs um but definitely this year and then next year i'm, I'm going to drop an album next year you know um so yeah that work's coming out and you know like i'm with winter you know i'm with overstand so like we've both been just working you know um i think i have an excellent team around me too you know i give thanks to them always you know we we've been working really well together so far you know what I mean? So far, so good. And and I've grown too, you know, winter has taught me a lot. Um, Claire is a darling, you know that. You know what I mean? And they both encourage and inspire me a lot, you know, and they support me a lot too. You know, so... No, absolutely. Guys, guys, no fighting, guys. No fighting. No fighting. No fighting. Both of you share. All the toys can be shared. Nothing belongs to no one person. Right? All right. Yeah. <laughs> no, very, very, uh, no thing belongs to any one person. Exactly so, yeah. We could, we could talk about that as a whole other topic in itself, Mortimer. But I'm really, I'm really, really excited to hear you've got an EP coming out. That would be absolutely, absolutely amazing, I'm sure. And it's fascinating to speak to you. I could, I could go on for literally hours. But will you come back on the show when your EP drops and we can discuss that and we can talk some more as well? Yeah, whenever you're ready, man, whenever you're ready, you know, I'm here, you know, and I'm grateful that you would even consider having me on the show in the first place. I appreciate that, you know. You know, in some in some way, I'm happy because that means the music is connecting, you know what I mean? And I, I really like that because really and truly, apart from any kind of self-gratification and any kind of instant gratification and thing, it's really about, about the music connecting you on a positive note. That's what really means a lot to me, you know what I mean? So, you know, I give thanks. And I give thanks for all the support that I've been getting from everybody all across the world. You know what I mean? I really appreciate it, enough love, for sure. No, absolutely. More, more, your music does connect, and then you're quite right. It's exactly why I had to have you on this podcast. It has been a real, real pleasure to speak to you. All the links to your music, including Lightning, will be in the show notes. But And I'm looking forward to your EP when it comes out later on towards the end of this year. But for the minute, Mortimer, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Enough love. Appreciate it, you And that interview with Mortimer is what Topple Uncaged is all about. Relaxed, informative, where guests can come on, say what they want, chat about whatever subject they wish to, and if the mood takes them, their kids can pop in and come and say hello as well. You wouldn't get that on some other radio stations, but you get it on the Topple Uncaged podcast. Mortimer is fantastic. I think he's got this sensational voice, so soulful mixed with reggae, and his songwriting and lyricism is absolutely fantastic. I'm so, so looking forward to hearing 
hearing more from him in the coming months and looking forward to an album or EP when it drops. But for the time being, I want to play you the track that we were discussing on the show. It's absolutely beautiful. You need to check out the video as well. Link will be in the show notes. This is Mortimer with the absolutely sublime lightning. Mortimer, lightning, check it out. Thunder in my soul, baby My heart beats for you only Every word is true I'm in love with you Take you as you are, lady You ain't got a change for me Need you from your crown, honey Right down to the soul of your very feet my love grows stronger each day, baby, please Don't hurt me just because you know I'll forgive My love grows stronger each day, baby, please Don't hurt me just because you know I Forgive Hold me until we die Weather together The storms of life Oh, won't always be sunshine Baby, we're flames of imperfection Give me your heart and soul Love me like you've never loved before Beautiful morning too I'll be your shoulder to cry on too My love grows stronger Each day, baby Don't hurt me Just because you know I'll forget My love grows stronger and that's it. Another very special episode of Top Line Cage is done. I'd like to thank my fantastic guest, Incredible Mortimer. Follow him on Twitter. It's at Mortimer876. As always, behind the scenes, thank you to the love of my life, the gorgeous Nicola Jeffrey. Follow her on Twitter. It's at Nicholas E. Jeffrey. My man behind the booth, sound engineer Gav Pauls. Follow him on Twitter. It's at Pauls with a Z Radio. And my in house singer, it's Ray Star Music. Follow her on Twitter. It's at Ray underscore Star 113. Thank you to the Canary for encaging me. I will see you again soon. Uncaged.